Next on BYU Sports Nation, with NFL free agency winding down, which former Cougar are you most excited to watch in the NFL this upcoming season? In honor of tomorrow's BYU Fan Fest in Nashville, what country music song would you use to describe the upcoming BYU football season? Ooh, I like it. Plus, BYU golfer Rhett Rasmussen, All-American track star Brenna Porter, and some guy named Spencer Linton all join the program. By the way, who comes back from Nashville with the bigger belt buckle? Jeremy Spencer. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, live from Studio B, your hosts, Jason Shepard and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation is live, everybody. We are your day-to-day play-by-play right here in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Today is Friday, May 17th. Thank you for tuning in. Great to have you with us. My name is Jason Shepard, teamed up with that guy who happens to be the man who reenacts the Music City Miracle at least twice a year. His name is Brian Logan. Yep. I don't know what that is, but yep. I you don't know the, mirror, the Music City Miracle? Uh-uh. Okay, I'm going to give you some clues, and I, I guarantee you it will, it, it will click. No, 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 no. It's an NFL playoff game. Oh, okay. In Nashville, mm-hmm. between the Titans mm-hmm. and the Bills, one specific lateral pass. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, okay, yep, yes. yep, 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 yep. Music yes. City Miracle. Yeah, okay. So you kind of tying in the okay. Nashville thing. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like a I whole, you. you know. I, you know, I just got, it's a thing. I, I just got, like, Taylor Swift on my mind. <laughs> she lives in Nashville. You know, and, and I'm just, like, I, it's more because I'm a hater of her. And it's not because I hate her specifically, like as an individual person or music. I'm just a Justin Bieber fan. Bieber fan, so so you no. don't believe you can be a fan of both. No, man, you, you have to choose. You draw the line in the sand. Yeah, yeah. You can, I mean, you can't like BYU and Utah. Like you just. Now that is a great point. You can't do that. Right. That's a great so point. That's how I feel. I'm. You know, I got Bieber fever all day long. So, so. you're telling me like BYU Utah families are divided sometimes. Maybe there's like households that yep. are divided between yep. Taylor Swift yep. and the Justin only, Bieber. It's the only exception. You know, when it comes to the scriptures <laughs> about having your house divided, that's the only exception right there is Utah and BYU. Yeah, it's we're divided. we're gonna we're gonna get into the the fan fest obviously quite a bit today. Uh, and again, tomorrow, and it's going to be held at Charlie Daniels Park from one to three Eastern time. You can watch it on BYU TV and listen on BYU Radio. But if you're in the area, Charlie Daniels Park, one zero seven five Charlie Daniels Parkway in uh, Mount Juliet, Tennessee. I'm excited. The guys are there. They they left after the show yesterday. As soon as the show's over today, I'm hopping on an airplane and I'm heading out. I'll join them for the broadcast tomorrow as well. I'm excited about this. This, this is going to be fun. I got to go to the uh, the Mesa one last year, and it was a blast. I can't, I can't wait to experience that. I've never been. Jealous, man. Bring me something back. Please. I'll bring you not, I'll, for, not for the desk either. For, like for me, I'm gonna. I am gonna <laughs> eat so much Nashville hot chicken. I'm gonna feel so sick afterwards. It's gonna be awesome. Think about me when you take a bite. I will. I'll take some pictures. Thank you. I'll be I'll be food pick guy. Here's today's show lineup: BYU golfer Rhett Rasmussen coming off a first place finish. He'll join us in about 15 minutes as he and the Cougars prepare for NCAA Nationals. We mentioned Spencer Linton will join us from Nashville to help preview tomorrow's BYU Fan Fest. Plus, All-American Brenna Porter stops by Studio B after a very impressive week with BYU track and field. We now present today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU baseball lost to Santa Clara last night by a final score of 4-2. Santa Clara scored all of its runs off a grand slam in the first inning. Cougars had previously won 10 straight against the Broncos. BYU and Santa Clara are back at it tonight in Game 2, 9 Eastern on BYU Radio. 
Softball fell 3-1 to to Oklahoma State in the opening round of the Stillwater NCAA Regional last night. Libby Sugg led the Cougars going 2-2 two for two with an RBI and a walk. Cougars will try to avoid elimination against Arkansas tonight at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. All Pacific Region first team honors were given to pitcher Arissa Polson and outfielder Riley Jensen by the National Fast Pitch Coaches, while outfielder Lexi Taro made 13. Congrats to those. Absolutely. Congrats to BYU Track and Field. They qualified 58 entries to the 2019 hey. NCAA Division I West preliminaries. I'm going to call it the prelims. Kind of messed up the uh, yeah, that sounds more like the formal. phrasing on that one. Yeah, right. This is the second year in a row the Cougars matched their program high in total entries to the regional meet. The 2019 West prelims will take place May 23rd to the 24th in Sacramento, California. Brendan Davies scored two points and grabbed four rebounds in a Zalgiris win in Game 2 of the Lithuanian League quarterfinals yesterday. Uh, Zalgiris is up two games going into tomorrow's Game three. So good luck to Brandon Davies. You know, in terms of stats, it's not it's not one of his better stat games. But man, Brandon Davies is killing it killing overseas. It, one of the best players in his European division. It's fantastic. That's what happens when you go to Ball So Hard University. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All rise and shout! It's time for what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Brian, it's not going to be long before NFL training camps officially get underway. Right now, teams, they're holding their OTAs, they're holding mini camps. And I saw an Instagram story from Bronson Kafusi along with Harvey Longy with the New York Jets. There are a lot of BYU players that will have opportunities this season on NFL rosters. So, Brian, which former Cougar are you most excited to watch in the NFL next season? I'm, you know, I'm going to speak for everybody in the building, everybody listening, all the fans, anybody that's ever been a part of this program. We all know that it's Taysom Hill. We all know that. It's, it's blasphemy. If you do not say it's, it's Taysom, you... I, I, I hear, I feel a, a butt coming along I'm gonna, here. I, I'm, I have to say but just because we have to give, you know, other players... Um, you know, some opportunity to get some spotlight. You know, Taysom can't have all the spotlight all the time, even though I would like that to happen. I'm his number one biggest fan. Anybody that disagrees can fight me outside after this show is over. But, like you said, Jason, please, the please big, don't come to fight, Brian. The big but is Sione Taki Taki. And I, I think, to, to, for me, BYU over the past couple of years has, has really been known as linebacker U, right? And, and that torch has been passed you know, down from Kyle and then, you know, most recently, you know, Fred and then you have Sione. And and when you look at how he started as far as his draft stock, right, you know, potentially seventh, you know, sixth round free agent. Then it was fifth, fourth round. And then he's getting all this buzz, um, you know, made some some headway in some of the games. Uh, some of the practices really caught a lot of attention uh, from the coaches. And, and so I think there's a lot of momentum that he has. And, 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 and so I think Sione is, is the guy that I'm looking for. I think the, the last couple of guys, Kyle took a little bit longer to get started, but, um, you know, Fred's made an impact. And, and I think what you're doing is you're setting yourself up or you're setting your university up to continue to, to, to pass the baton and, and the torch to say, look, we are linebacker you, you know, go ahead and, and keep on, you know, drafting us and bringing on, bring us on, you know, to your franchise. I, I like the, uh, the mention of Sione Takitaki. I think he's in a really good spot. Not only did they draft him in the third round, they clearly 
have high hopes for him, mm-hmm. but I, I like the system he's going to. I also like the fact people are going to get an opportunity to see him. Normally, you don't see Cleveland Browns games, but after last season, you know they're a team that that's got buzz and you know Baker Mayfield. I mean, there's oh, there's yeah. so much buzz around it, and then now Odell Beckham Jr. They're going to be on TV a lot, so it'll be an opportunity for people to the actually see. The percentage was crazy. It was like ten percent or like thirty percent without Odell, and then yeah. once Odell came on, oh, no. it was like seventy or eighty percent. Well, you mentioned Taysom Hill, and that's where I'm going. Like it's it's the obvious answer because it's the obvious answer. (laughs) Look, he's now established himself as a legitimate threat in the NFL. And to the point where there was a story out of New York a few weeks ago that was talking about the Giants looking for the next Taysom Hill. They used that phrase, looking for the next Taysom Hill. Mm. The, The Saints utilized him all over the field, we all saw. And I certainly expect that type of usage to continue to go up. Also, the Saints are good enough, barring a blatant no-call in the playoffs, obviously, to win the Super Bowl this year. I mean, I want to see what Taysom can do with an even bigger role on a team that legitimately could win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree with you, man. And how, how nice would it be you know, for, for two players who have played on the same team with each other. And recent, recent uh, you know, NFL players that, or, or I would say, you know, former BYU players that recently have made impacts on rosters, you know, and Kyle Van Noy, Taysom, that, uh, you know, have Super Bowl rings. You know, that's, that, that, that starts to really help out your recruiting and say, look, not only do we have guys that make it and stick on rosters, but they actually contribute and contribute at a very high level. So, like I said, man, I'm with you. Taysom is the obvious answer. Um uh, but because we have been uh, talking about this Nashville fan fest, which I'm excited for, even though I'm not going to be there. Um, in spirit, you'll be with <laughs> us. I'll be there in spirit, for sure, for sure. Uh, Nashville is is Music City, USA. It's known for country music and legendary artists that have come through. Uh, and, and so putting a, a little bit of a BYU twist on it, what country music song would you use to describe the upcoming BYU football season, Jason? Ooh, this one, this one actually was a little tough for me. I'm not a, I'm not a country music guy. It's not my thing. You listen to rap? Um, not, not a ton, uh, but I... Choir music? No, I, I, I don't. <laughs> but I did come up because my country music that I, if I do listen to it, is like the like mid to late 90s. And there was one in that time frame that was perfect for me, thinking about the upcoming BYU football season. And that was Tim McGraw's I Like It, I Love It, I Want Some More Of It. Here's my reasoning for this. Just bring it on. I loved what I saw from Zach Wilson in this offense towards the end of last year, and I want more of it. I want to see more of that offense. Plus, you combine that with hearing offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes talk about wanting those big offensive numbers to become a mainstay instead of just on occasion. That should pump every BYU fan up. So I like the offense. I love the offense, mm. and I want some more of it. You got me juiced like a gusher, man. I'm excited. I, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you, dude. And there's a lot of high expectations when you, when you saw what these guys can do. You know, guys coming back healthy, um, taking some, some good time off to rest. Uh, for me, it's We Won't Be Shaken um, by the, the group Building 429. Now, this isn't necessarily a maybe in, in the country, you know, playlist or, or genre, however you want to describe it. Uh, it's a Christian song and it's you would consider it to be more of, of, of worship music. Um, doesn't it, it definitely has a little, you know, uh, country twang and, and, and twist, which I believe all, you know, Christian worship music 
uh, does. But when you look at this schedule and anybody outside looking in, I mean, I got I got cousins and family and friends back home that are looking at the schedule like, what are you guys doing? Like, what, what are you what are you thinking? Especially when you look at the last couple of years, right? And things have been a little bit rocky. They're like, why are you doing that? And my response is, is perfect with this song is we won't be shaking. And here's a little bit of uh, of lyrics. Uh, whatever, whatever will come our way through fire or pouring rain. No, we won't be shaking. Whatever tomorrow brings, together we'll rise and sing that we won't be shaken. No, we won't be shaken. Hear that, USC? Hear that, Washington? We won't be shaken. We won't be shaken. Just like Jason said, time to bring it, and we won't be shaken. <laughs> Look, let's on. go. Come on, it's BYU. A religious song makes sense. It makes sense. It makes, it it makes, sense. It makes sense all the way around, man. It makes sense all the way around. But, but, but I think, you know, with, with something that, that really helped me out as a player was, you know, guys like Max Hall and and Dennis Pitta and Jan Jorgensen. Not their, their leadership and the fire on the field, but off the field. When I remember my first game in Oklahoma, they, all three of them came to me individually and said, look, man, these guys put their pants on just like you. They got a scholarship just like you. They're nothing special. Stop, don't, don't put, you know, the Big 12 or the Big 10 or, or you know, the SEC on, on, these, on this pedestal. You can play just like them. And, and that's really what you have to go into, that type of mentality is, I don't care if I'm hurt, bruised, doesn't really matter what the situation is or who I'm playing. You know, I, I, I am good just like, like there. I'm not going to be shaken. It's just the next guy in front of me. I don't see colors. I don't see number. I don't see nothing. I just see red. I'm not talking about Utah red either. I'm talking about red. Lights on. Let's go. Well, speaking of Utah red, BYU plays the Utes in how many days? Countdown to the Utes. 104. Woo! 104 days to the season opener at Lavelle Edwards Stadium against the University of Utah. If I had one wish, I would wish to go to sleep until <laughs> and, 103 days. Just, just wake up in 104 days yep. in the morning, I'd be, grab, some, I, grab a large lunch, dude, and then be ready for the game. I, I would be willing to miss you know, 103 days worth of my life <laughs> to get to this moment, like tomorrow. That's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of days. Yeah. As we mentioned in our BYU Sports Nation headlines, BYU baseball dropped its season opener at Santa Clara uh, series opener, excuse me, at Santa Clara last night, 4-2. to two. Now, BYU could still win the regular season championship outright, but now they need help from LMU to beat Gonzaga in their series, and that, that series will start tonight in Los Angeles. Any combination of three, two BYU wins, one Gonzaga loss, you kind of get any combination of three, gets BYU the title and the number one seed in the WCC tournament. So, to discuss this, we're going to mix this up a little bit. We're going to turn this question into a what's the chance? So we're going to play what's the chance presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. Brian, what's the chance BYU baseball wins the regular season title and gets the number one seed in the conference tournament? So if BYU just wins two games. Two games. And does, it, does somebody else have to lose? Yes. It's a combination of three. So BYU's got to win two and Gonzaga loses one, or if Gonzaga loses all three, BYU gets in, doesn't even have to win. Okay, okay. So, but but you would say you would say that that, that BYU basically controls their own. Would you say that? Well, no, no, because you have to. Gonzaga has to lose a they game. Have to lose one they game. have to lose at least one. I'm still going to say 100, percent man. I was going to go 100 percent regardless, or initially before that. I'm I'm going to say that, man. And and I think I think with with BYU and you and you look at the emotions and just how they've been hitting the ball well, how they've been playing. Um, you know, I, I think heading into, you know, tournament play sometimes when you're hot can kind of take that edge off a little bit because you've done so, so good uh, throughout the regular season and, and you end on a high note. Um, 
usually as a, as a team, you want to do that, right? You right. want to go in guns are blazing because uh, you want to keep you know riding that momentum. I think baseball is a little bit different, uh, but I, but I think this is a, an eye opener of hey. You know what? We are good, but we got to continue to do the things that got us here and and how we finished hot. Um, so I think you know BYU does win two games. Yeah, I mean, look, I've got ninety five percent. I fully expect the Cougars to win the final two games, and I also expect Gonzaga to at least lose one at LMU, if not two of three. I think that's going to be a very difficult series for Gonzaga going to LMU. Look, losing last night's not the way you certainly want to start an important series like that, but I don't think it changes the outcome at all. Right. All right, one other quick: uh, what's the chance? With Jeremy Spencer being gone in Nashville, uh, I've got uh, I've got this one for you. What's the chance Spencer and Jerem come back from Nashville with a record deal for their new country band Cougars and Cowbells? That'll be a negative zero percent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you upped me because I went with zero percent. Look, nobody wants to see that. No, nobody wants no. to hear that either. By the way, let alone the music executives in Nashville. No, Cougars no. and Cowbells. What do you think of that? No, I, they don't I, talk about this a lot, but they practice quite a bit in our office. It's hard to kind of just envision that. Like I can't. <laughs> Now, I, it makes my head hurt, actually. This doesn't make sense. That's how much my head is hurting or starting to hurt. So I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to. You, want to, you don't want to go that direction? No, nope. that's, that's perfectly fine. No, I'd rather eat vegetables. I, I totally understand. Our question of the day, in honor of tomorrow's BYU Fan Fest in Nashville, Tennessee, what country music song would you use to describe the upcoming BYU football season? Time to hear from you. Let's get to the voice of the nation. This is the voice of the nation on BYU Sports Nation. First response coming in from Tammy Wilson on Facebook. Uh, The song is Every Time I Hear That Song by Blake Shelton for all the times we were going to hear the Cougar Fight song played this season many, many times. Nice. Okay, I like it. Uh, On Instagram, Max Wellers underscore 13. Uh, Country Roads, Take Me Home to the Place I Belong, West Virginia, Mountain Mama, Take Me Home, Country Roads. Home song. Okay. Okay. Protect the house. Protect the house. Protect the house. We had a great home schedule. You can join in by using the hashtag BYUSN on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Coming up, we add a little Southern charm to the program as Spencer Lynn joins us from Nashville. And we learn what it's like to win an NCAA golf tournament from the man himself, Rhett Rasmus. And there he is, two thumbs up. We'll talk with Rhett coming up. This is BYU Sports Nation. This segment of BYU Sports Nation presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tomorrow, BYU Sports Nation will be live from the BYU Fan Fest in Nashville, Tennessee at Charlie Daniels Park from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll hear from the head ball coach, Kalani Sitake, Mark Pope, and many others. You can watch on BYU TV or listen on BYU Radio. I'm kind of curious if Charlie Daniels, who he is still alive, I checked. I wonder if he's going to be at the Fan Fest. It's his park. would love the guy that's saying Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, that's, that's that guy? That's that guy. Uh, that's his park. That's where the Fan Fest is going to be. An interesting song to <laughs> Uh, ask uh, If you see him, ask him. I'll ask him that. Live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. My name is Jason Shepard alongside Brian Logan. And joining us in Studio B, a man who is really good at the golf, Rhett Rasmussen, BYU men's golfer. Rhett, thanks for uh, joining us today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So, first of all, congratulations on your first-place finish at the uh, at the Pullman Regional. The team, you had a, you finished first. The team 
overall finished second. So it was a great, uh, great weekend overall for, for BYU golf. But I want to start off with this, our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Rhett Rasmussen birdied four of his last five holes to win the NCAA Regionals. So with that stat of the day in mind, take us through your rounds. What was working so well for you? Um, I was just hitting my driver really good all, you know, every day. And it was just setting me up for perfect positions coming into the greens to make as many birdies as I could. So so usually when an when uh, athlete, you know, is, is consistent, you know, at a high level in the game, a series, whatever the case is, there's kind of like this moment, I call it like the matrix moment, where you push a button and everything slows down. Were you feeling that at all as you were going through? Um, For sure. You know, coming down the stretch with about six holes left, I knew we had about a two-stroke lead, you know, and that can go either way. So I just kind of said to myself, you know what, we need to get this done. And I just hit that extra gear. So, so everybody does. So, okay, I got to This is a players only thing. Sorry, Jason. We're 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 athletes. So everybody has every athlete has their own you know matrix you know moment. Mine was kind of like ah, I didn't hear nothing else. Just, ah. What's what what kind of happens with you? Do you the things slow down? Vision? What what happens? Um, you know, it's definitely a little more calm than that. But you know, I just sit down and tell myself, you know, we got to focus, and I just try to zone everything else out, you know, and just completely focus on the next shot. Well, now BYU golf heads to the NCAA Nationals for the second consecutive year. What does that accomplishment mean, first of all, to you personally, but also to this program? Um, you know, it's huge because, you know, I don't think I don't think the team has done super great the last 10 years. And so it's awesome for the last two years to make it because, you know, we've put so much effort into it and it's a big deal to make the championships. So we're all excited. What, what do you think has been the biggest difference over the last couple of seasons? What do you think has kind of turned that around? Um, we've just gotten hot at the right time. You know, we've had a great team the last couple of years, and fortunately for us, we've played great when it matters. So, what do you, what do you think um, was, was is said, or or do you guys as as leaders, you know, rally up everybody to to kind of get that spark to go? On? Um, honestly, I would just say that like throughout the course of the season, we didn't start to panic, you know, when things didn't go our way. And we just said, you know, we just need to make sure we peak at the right time. And, you know, we all just were working on the right stuff and it worked out for us. So it's kind of like practice players. It's like that guy's a practice player, but when he gets in the game, the lights go on. That's kind of like, okay, yeah, I respect that. Are you a guy that practice? I mean, are you as intense at practice as you are during tournaments? Um, definitely not, but I try to be. (laughs) (laughs) So, so nationals are scheduled for, for the 24th through the 29th of May in Fayetteville, excuse me, Fayette, Arkansas. Uh, the course is the blessings golf club. Have you, have you ever played that course before? Do you, what, what do you know about the course? Um, I've never, I've never played it before, but I know it's a very challenging course that, you know, has got a lot of tough shots and that's just what I've heard from everyone else. So, so when, when you guys, um, you know, are, are, are going to, 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 to prep and you haven't, you know, played on it on a course. How do you guys prep for that? Um, you know, you just try to find out as much about the course as possible and you try to recreate those type of scenarios around here. You know, you try to putt on as fast greens as possible, you know, hit out of the deepest rough possible and just, you know, that's all you can do. Like the parking lot rocks. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your history with golf? When did you start playing? And when did you realize, you know, I'm pretty good at this? Um, so I started playing when I was three and I think three years old. Yeah. I think I played my first tournament when I was six. So wow, (laughs) six years old. And I didn't even know they had tournaments for six year olds. Yeah. Yeah, I I started pretty young. 
So would you consider yourself kind of like uh, like a prodigy when it comes to that kind of stuff? Um, I mean, I never like to think of myself like that, but I guess I guess you could say that. But if others want to think of you that way, it's perfectly fine, right? Yeah, like yeah. that's impressive. Yeah. Three for the first in your first tournament at six. Yeah, that's. Un- Do you remember how you did? Um. So I actually won my first tournament ever, which is probably uh, one of the reasons why I'm still playing. But. Six years old, you won your first tournament. Yeah. That's unbelievable. What, so I mean, growing up and, and doing the training, stuff, did, did your parents have an influence on you to, to do this? Or is it something that you just saw on TV and started chipping away? So yeah, I actually used to play a lot of tennis growing up because my dad played college tennis. And then I just, you know, he just started playing golf with me and I just really enjoyed it. Started watching it on TV and then it just took off. What's your favorite course to play around here? And then kind of thinking big picture, what's what's like your dream course? What's the, what's like the bucket list course to play on? Uh, the Masters, yeah. Augusta National. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that would probably be yeah, the answer. Yeah. What's yeah. your favorite what's your favorite course around here? I mean, I know you guys obviously have your where you where you practice and everything, but What's, what are some of the courses you like around here? Um, you know, I like playing Riverside a lot. That's yeah. obviously our home course. Sure. Yep. So I'm very comfortable there. Um, you know, Fox Hollow, where our facility is at, that's another good one. And, you know, pretty much just anything. I enjoy playing everywhere. everywhere. You guys are pretty lucky to have the courses that you guys have to be able to practice on. Those are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty lucky for sure. How's, how's that with recruiting when, when, you know, guys come in to, to visit? And you know, how much do you play that up? Um, you know, I think it's pretty big because when guys are coming in, I mean, they want they want the top places to play at, and we definitely have that. So it's it's awesome. Talking with Rhett Rasmussen, BYU men's golf, the uh, the BYU men's golf team heading on to NCAA nationals. What's kind of been the message from Coach Brockbank? What's he talking to you guys about heading into this? Um, just stay comfortable and play our own game. You know, I mean, we got we got to the nationals playing our own game, and we don't need to do anything that we're not. You know, we don't need to do anything crazy, so just be ourselves. Is there anything that you guys learned last year that will prepare you for, for this year? Um, yeah, I would say so. We can't play on Sundays, and so we have to play our Sunday round first. And that was kind of a shock for us last year. But, you know, we're prepared for it this year, and um, we're going to do a lot better. You earned the unbelievable privilege of being able to play in the U.S. Open last year. How... Has that experience manifested itself this year, do you think? Um, it's definitely been huge, a huge confidence builder for me because it just shows me that I can compete with anybody and um, I can play on any stage. Rhett, uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, appreciate you coming in. Uh, good luck to you and uh, the team at Nationals. Uh, I'm going to hand this marker down to you. If, if you wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't mind signing our uh, our new uh, BYU uh, Sailor Coog flag. And we're also uh, going to give you the BYU Sports Nation karma. You can sign it anywhere you want. Uh, appreciate you stopping oh, wait, by. we got to hold hands for oh, this. Yeah, that's right. we gotta hold, we got to hold hands We'll, we'll wait for Rhett to get back up. Brian, I forgot. Brian, when he's on the show, he likes to hold hands when we bestow the, uh, the BYU go. Sports Nation karma. It's official now. Thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks, thank thanks Rhett. Coming up, we have the record-breaking All-American, Brenna Porter. She joins us in Studio B. And we check in with Spencer Linton in Nashville to get a preview of tomorrow's BYU Fan Fest. This is BYU Sports Nation. The Beckets play Game 2 versus Santa Clara tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern as they try to clinch the conference title in the final series of WCC play. Listen to the game on BYU Radio. Let's keep it rolling, BYU Sports Nation. Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines. Baseball 
Reds. We were just talking about loss to Santa Clara 4-2 last night. Santa Clara scored all of its runs off a grand slam early in the game. Cougars had previously won 10 straight against the Broncos. BYU and Santa Clara back at it tonight. Game 2, 9 Eastern. Listen on BYU Radio. Softball fell as well, 3-1 to to Oklahoma State in the opening round of the Stillwater NCAA Regional last night. Libby Sugg led the Cougars going 2-2 two for two with an RBI and a walk. Cougars will try to avoid elimination against Arkansas tonight at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. All Pacific Region first team honors were given to pitcher Arissa Polson and outfielder Riley Jensen by the National Fast Pitch Coaches, while outfielder Lexi Taro made the third team. Congrats to those ladies. BYU track and field qualified 58 entries to the 2019 NCAA Division I West prelims. It's the second year in a row the Cougars matched their program high in total entries to the regional meet. The 2019 West prelims will take place May 23rd and 24th in Sacramento. We, we kind of good, huh? We, we kind of good. Really good, actually. Just a little bit. Brandon Davies scored two points and grabbed four rebounds in a Zalgiris win in Game 2 of the Lithuanian League quarterfinals yesterday. Zalgiris is up two games going into tomorrow's Game 3. Good luck, Brandon Davies. Been talking a lot about the Nashville Fan Fest, the BYU Fan Fest tomorrow. Uh, that's the reason we're on the show today, because Spencer and Jerem flew out after the show yesterday. I'm flying I, out after today. I thought it was because they liked us better. And they, they may like you better. I don't know. Uh, we, but we're a team, man. We, we are a team. There's no you without me, or I without you, <laughs> or I, I like and that. team, whatever that means. Joining yes. us now on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline is one of the two, Jerem and Spencer. He's Spencer Linton. Spencer, how are you? Oh, I am fantastic. I have country music in my heart. I'm feeling good. <laughs> You've also, and I thought this was very, very disrespectful of Ben Bagley, the producer, to post on, on Facebook and Instagram the meal you all had last night, uh, the Nashville hot chicken. That's like my one thing I wanted, and I saw all of that on the table, and it just killed me to not be able to partake. Earn notice on it, and I'm paying the price, that's for sure. <laughs> so what did you guys do? You guys got in, I don't know, it was probably, what, closer to 7 o'clock? What did you guys do last night in Nashville? It's first. It's the first time for all of us being in Nashville. Is that right? Uh, let's. So I've been to Nashville before, but for the majority of the people, this is their first time there. We When we got in, we went right to the restaurant, to Hattie B's, ate the hot chicken, and then after that, we were all done, man. Like, that <laughs> that type of meal, you can't do anything after that. Just went straight straight to sleep, huh? Straight to bed, out. Went night-night. So, like, we're, we're going to go to the, uh, the Grand Old Opry tonight. You, you said you have country music in your heart. Are you a country music guy? I appreciate talent. I'm not, like, a huge country music fan, but... There's a ton of talent, and I, I appreciate that for sure. And I love you guys' question of the day as well. So let's just dive right into that. Well, yeah. yeah go let, go let, ahead, Brian. Yeah, Ask let's, him our, let's, you let's, refresh everybody's memory on our question let, of the day. Let's do it. What, what country music song would you use to describe the upcoming BYU football season? So how would you answer that, Spencer? I'm rewinding to the year 1955, Jason, which is the great year of Back to the Future, right? They go back to 1955. Yeah, November 15th, 1955. Yes, I don't know if it's November 15th, but uh, <laughs> I'm still in the year, and I'm going to go to a country music artist named Porter Wagner, and he mm-hmm. wrote a song called A Satisfied Mind, and I think every BYU fan is going to have a satisfied mind after the 2019 college football season. 
Why wow. is that? Why is that, Spencer? Well, who's, who does BYU play first, Brian Logan? Answer me that question. A team of North that we will not mention. 104 days, by the way, Spencer. Yes, 104 days away. And what do most BYU fans say matters most in the 2019 season? A win over Utah. That's right. That's right. Win over Utah. Utah, which would grant every BYU fan a satisfied mind in the entire 2019 season. Will they still have a satisfied mind if, let's say, they have another losing season, but they end up beating Utah? Yeah, well, so the premise of the song is uh, the guy that wrote the song, his, he, his father asked him a question and said, who's the richest man in the world? And the guy said, I don't know, the guy who has the most money? And he's like, no, 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 it's the man with a satisfied mind. And mm. so as I translate that into context, it's not going to be that BYU wins every game, but they'll win the one that matters most to give all fans a satisfied mind. I like it. I like that too. I like the thought process. That's, that's not just like throwing something out there. That was that took a lot of thought and uh, and uh, like an inner monologue almost there. That was impressive. I th- you know what? I, th- I would I would really I really like to appreciate that. Going back to to Jason just now in his statement, and you know me and me and David Nixon we said this a lot, and and Uncle B as well is, you know when when BYU loses to to teams that they're not supposed to lose to Northern Illinois, whatever the case is. This is on paper, right? Um, we, we don't necessarily get bothered by the loss. We, we get upset when it's just not competitive. You know, like if, if, if I know that the team played hard and, you know, and, and maybe didn't have a lot of mistakes or we, we know that they left it all on the field, my mind would, would have been satisfied. Every loss, it doesn't matter who the opponent is. But when you, when you don't see that on the field, I think that, you know, get you to go a little bit crazy and you know we have long nights at baskin robbins and we get chocolate wasted and so on and so forth so spencer hey, when when in nashville it's all wax poetic right indeed <laughs> well in, in we're you're in nashville for the byu fan fest tomorrow it's a two-hour byu sports nation broadcast it will be one to three uh, eastern time on byu tv and byu radio you spencer myself a cast of thousands including a lot of players and coaches give everybody an idea of, of who will be part of that two-hour broadcast okay so it is the a-list guest lineup for byu fans starting with trevor maddich who is a nashville native so Maddich Monday becomes Maddich Saturday tomorrow, and we're hanging out in his digs, along with the head coach of BYU football, Kamani Satake, the head basketball coach of BYU basketball, Mark Pope. Uh, we've got T.J. Hawes lined up, Zach Wilson, the quarterback, uh, among others. So it's going to be a loaded show, fantastic uh, showing that we're expecting uh, from uh, the Fan Fest in Nashville, and can't wait. It's going it's to be a great time, and I know that the alumni base, we met with Seth Killingbeck, who is the president of the alumni chapter here in Nashville, and he said that the people uh, in the South are just thrilled. They're coming from all over. They've, they've sold a bunch of tickets for this, and people are ready. They're ready to party, man. That's going to lead to my next question is, you know, what's the, the buzz, you know, just you being out in the streets or just in the hotel? I'm sure you're representing the why, you know, wearing, wearing the gear and, and whatnot, but have you had anybody approach you, um, you know, so far? Well, we met with uh, some of the alumni chapter folks last night, and interestingly enough, we, we bumped into a former BYU men's volleyball player last night who uh, came up to us and 
wanted to talk about how great BYUT was and the coverage there. So, yeah, I mean, even in Nashville, we have the uh, random occurrences <laughs> where we run into people, which we were not anticipating anything would happen last night. Uh, and you better believe we're repping the Y. In fact, it's a White Pants Friday, Brian and Jason. Ooh. So I'll have, I'll have my white pants on. Rocking the Royal Blue Polo. There we go. Nice. Spencer. I'm wearing all black, man, for the funeral uh, for this first game, you know, the opponent. So. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah. the way okay. you're well, thinking. Well, you can wear all black for Johnny Cash, Brian. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that, too. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. the man in black. That was his name, his mm-hmm. nickname. Mm-hmm. I'm th- nope. I got, I got redemption on my mind. Okay. You know. <laughs> Spencer, appreciate you taking a few minutes. And uh, please don't forget to pick me up at the airport tonight. <laughs> Don't miss your flight, Jason, because uh, I would never do that, right? (laughs) Thanks, Spencer. Appreciate it. Well, I will see you in a couple of hours, and uh, everybody will see and hear from you tomorrow on the uh, two-hour BYU Sports Nation broadcast. You got it. A satisfied mind, gentlemen. Absolutely. Spencer Linton joining us on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline. Desert First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. A question of the day in honor of tomorrow's BYU Fan Fest in Nashville. What country music song would you use to describe the upcoming BYU football season? At Pedro Don says, Fishing in the Dark. Mm, I got to say a pretty good song. I got to go back and listen to all these. I have no clue. Yeah. Any of these are. It's, it's not bad. You're going to want to listen to that. I, I'm going to. I'm Join in on our question of the day using hashtag BYUSN. Chime in on Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. Coming up, which former Cougar led the Woodpeckers to a win over the Red Sox? And how does it feel to break a school record? I certainly wouldn't know, but our next guest definitely does. Brenna Porter, there she is. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tomorrow we'll be live from the BYU Fan Fest in Nashville, Tennessee at Charlie Daniels Park from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern. We'll hear from the head ball coach, Kalani Sitake, Mark Pope, and many others. You can watch on BYU TV or listen on BYU Radio. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. He is Brian Logan. My name is Jason Shepard. This is our question of the day. In honor of tomorrow's BYU Fan Fest in Nashville, what country music song would you use to describe the upcoming BYU football season? I went with uh, Tim McGraw's I Like It, I Love It, I Want Some More of It. Speaking of the BYU offense, I love what I saw and I want to see more of it. You went, Brian, with... I, I went with We Won't Be Shaking. Um, by building uh, 429's group. It's Christian. Um, That's country and, roots. And it's, yeah, definitely country roots. Sounds like a, a country song. Um, and we won't be shaken, man. It's a, it's a really crazy schedule. Um, but you know what? We, we will look our opponents in the eye and know that God is by our side. Look, I knew I just made, that just made that up. That, that was, was actually enough. quite poetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew this one was coming. This one on Twitter from at History Geek seventeen seventy six. Achy breaky heart from Billy Ray Cyrus. I knew that you, one was you coming. Was, you were waiting for that. I, one. I was waiting you for it. Waiting. I, I knew it go. was coming. You can join the conversation twenty four seven on social media. Don't forget use the hashtag BYUSN. And as we found out in the break, our next guest is a big country music fan, Brenna Porter, All American BYU Women's Track and Field. Brenna, thank you for uh, stopping by. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So you said you are a, you're a really big country music fan i do yes so, i so do are, like country are you do you have like a favorite artist a favorite song or are you just into all of it Ooh, mm, i think my favorite artist would have to be tim mcgraw okay okay yeah. going back to the basics okay look that's there's nothing wrong with tim mcgraw that's that's where i went with mine and look True. you got the power couple too tim and faith together I know. 
It's true. Power couples. All right. So when I was preparing <laughs> to host the track and field awards uh, a few months ago, I learned you were a big camper. We, we, talk, we actually talked about that. Do you have any fun camping trips coming up this summer? You doing anything fun like that? I am, actually. So what are you doing? I am headed to the Wind Rivers, hopefully. Hopefully it all pans out. But my family will just do a backpacking trip up there, go fishing, rough it out a little bit. So That's awesome. It <laughs> should be fun. So I, I, I never liked camping growing up or just out, outdoors in general, like bugs or anything. Um, <laughs> you know, being from, from the Bay Area... Uh, not a lot of opportunities, but coming out here, I learned that you can kind of do camping in a good way. So you can, you know, go with a truck, mm-hmm. right, and then sleep in the in the back of the street in the truck. And people always, and teammates always made fun of me, so that's not real camping. What did you, what would you what would you say about that? Yeah, I would call that. I think that's a different category, glamping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there's no shame. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, Glamping, between okay, the two, like I'm that. definitely going to go glamping, glamping. than camping. <laughs> glamping all day. I'm yeah, going to get a t-shirt, man. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Uh, congratulations on setting a new BYU school record in the 400-meter hurdles. Your time was 56.89. What is that moment like when you look up and realize that you've set a new school record? Oh, that was such an awesome moment just because of everything that had been leading up to it. I've had that goal written on a piece of paper above my bed for two years, just looking at it every day. And so just more more about the journey than the actual time, just thinking back to all the practices, everything. It's just feels really good to have it all come together. So did did you know that you were able to hit that time in, in practice? Um I trust my coach's training and he shows his belief in us and I knew that he believed in me, and I knew that what I had done in the season so far wasn't all that I had, but it, it's hard to get everything to come together with the hurdles, so it was, I was happy. <laughs> Why do you think the, the home track makes it so good for 400-meter hurdles? Um, that's a good question. I think for me, I like doing 400 hurdles at home because we have such a good crew that cheers us on. It was just me and my teammate, Caitlin, that were running together in the heat all by ourselves. (laughs) And so, I don't know, maybe you don't need to cross the nation to get good competition. You just got to have people that believe in you, cheering you on. It was was fun. Well, and and, and you weren't done with your impressive week. Two days after setting the school record in the 400 hurdles, you ran the eighth fastest outdoor 400 meter in BYU history. You're on a roll right now. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> That's nice of you. Well, and as, as a senior, we were talking about this before we went on air. I mean, as a senior, this probably means even more to you. Um, I've just been trying to have it all come together when it needs to and make every meet count because it might be my last one. Yeah. So I just, I'm super grateful. I've had a super awesome 400 crew that have pushed me. I, just, I really think that everything I've been able to do is because of the team behind it. So that's, that was super cool to so, be able to do that with them. So in, in sports, I mean, we, we, we all talk about us as individuals and, and athletes and just us as, as, you know, groups and, and teams, we, we peak at the right moment. Right. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you said something about having it all come together and then, you know, look at your stats and your performance, right? What, what do you think, you know, that moment was when everything kind of, kind of clicked for you? Um, I think so at the beginning of the season, my coach was having me do a lot more mileage and lots of hard workouts in a row, heavy lifting. Um, and so we knew maybe the times wouldn't be as fast as they needed to, 
but you just kind of have to trust that process. Mm -hmm. And so as you get into the season more, you start to deload a little bit and Mm -hmm. less mileage. And then my coach is just super awesome, listens to me. He's super patient with me with my hurdles. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely not my strength. It's hard to get the stepping right. And so we just collaborate and um, he helps me to figure out the stepping. And so before that meet, we had talked about what might work and I practiced and tried it and it came together. Sorry, it came together. When you say stepping, you're counting your steps, right? Are you counting your steps? Um, So you don't, I don't count. Some people do, but you just know what it feels like. And then you hit the same number every time. Yeah. I I remember running, running track in in high school um, just to help out with football. And I I remember trying to count steps and I'm like, I can't multitask. I can't run. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't either. Okay. (laughs) Hey, I, I like you. Along. Two high fives already. I've oh, been wow. involved in none of them. Yeah, but you, thank you. Yep, yep. Uh, so up next for you guys is the West Prelims in Sacramento. That's going to be May 23rd and 24th. 58 BYU track and field athletes qualified for this, which is fantastic. You qualified in the 400 hurdles and the 4x400. How do you feel heading into that meet? Um, I feel prepared. I feel like I, I really trust my coach's training, and I just think – you got to stay humble in the moment, not look past regionals and just kind of take every day one step at a time. But I'm excited. So you, you've, you've mentioned your team and your coaches a lot. I think I appreciate that as, a, as an athlete. And I think with, with so many um, athletes, you know, growing up nowadays, social media and, and just, you know, having a hard time sticking it through. I think they blame a lot of the coaches. Um, sounds like you have a terrific, um, you know, relationship. What, what do you think? Yeah. The, that, the, the reason is, and, and the big thing you said is trust, right? So mm-hmm. how, to, to athletes out there and maybe even coaches listening, um, you know, what, what advice can you give them to have that relationship that you have with your coaches? That's a really good question. Um, I think just really buying into their program has made, his program has made all the difference for me um, because, like I said at the beginning of the season, my times weren't where I wanted them to be. Yeah. But um, you just have to stick with it and know that they know. I, I totally know that he knows what he's talking about. And so that makes it easy to, to keep going. So, Brenda, here's just a heads up. Uh, we're going to hold hands now because we're going to give you the BYU Sports Nation karma. And Brian likes to hold hands and, <laughs> and transfer it that way. So we're going to give you the BYU Sports Nation karma as yes. you head into the West prelims. And have you signed our new Sailor Coop flag? Um, no. You haven't? Well, here we I go. haven't. We're going to do it. We're going to have you sign. Sign it anywhere you like. And thanks for stopping by. Good luck. Thank you so much. There we go. Brenda Porter, BYU track and field All-American. Coming up, our question of the day gets elite. And what was Mark Pope doing in Africa? This is BYU Sports Nation. Shout out to today's guests, Rhett Rasmussen, Spencer Linton, and Brenna Porter. The show is on demand via podcast and the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Now you can watch us with it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. Baseball lost to Santa Clara 4-2 last night. Santa Clara scored all of their runs off a grand slam in the first inning. Cougars have previously won 10 straight games against the Broncos. BYU and Santa Clara are back at it tonight in Game 2 at 9 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. Softball fell 3-1 to to Oklahoma State in the opening round of the Stillwater NCAA Regional last night. Libby Sugg led the Cougars going 2-2 two for two with an RBI and a walk. Cougars will try and avoid elimination against Arkansas tonight, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. 
All Pacific Region first team honors were given to pitcher Arissa Paulson and outfitter Riley Jensen by the National Fast Pitch Coaches, while outfitter Lexi Terrero made the third team. Track and field. Qualified 58 entries to the 2019 NCAA Division I West Preliminaries. This is the second year in a row the Cougars matched their program high in total entries to the regional meet. 2019 West Prelims will take place May 23rd and 24th in Sacramento, California. Cougars overseas. Brandon Davies scored two points and grabbed four rebounds in a Zalgiris win. In Game 2 of the Lithuanian League quarterfinals yesterday, uh, Zalgiris is up two games going into tomorrow's Game 3. Cougars in the minors. Colton Shaver went 2-4 for four with a double and an RBI last night in a single-A Fayetteville Woodpeckers win over the Salem Red Sox. Time for today's Rise and Shoutouts. And my Rise and Shoutout is going to go to new BYU basketball head coach Mark Pope. He ended up kind of having a roundtable discussion with some members of the media yesterday. And and during that discussion, uh, he talked about flying 27 hours to West Africa for a 90-minute home visit. Once that was done, he flew the 27 hours back. That is impressive, and that deserves my shout-out, Mark Pope. Wow. More than two days on a plane for a 90-minute meeting with a family. That's what you call recruiting. Ooh-wee. What, imagine what if that kid comes. <laughs> That's impressive. And gets, like, drafted and, you know, just destroys everybody. There you go. What's, what's, who's your rising shout-out go-to? Um, it's, it's, it's going to the entire athletic uh, marketing department at BYU. Um, just for putting on the Fan Fest. And, you know, this is something that, that they've done – I would say, you know, multiple times when you look at the BYU 50, right, it's really about engaging the fans. I think BYU is a very unique place where fans are spread all across the world and, and obviously here in the U.S. And I think that the athletic department does a really good job of trying to engage with them. Our question of the day in honor of tomorrow's BYU Fan Fest in Nashville, what country music song would you use to describe the upcoming BYU football season? That brings us to our Elite Voice of the Day, presented by Sundance Mountain Resort, celebrating 50 years on Twitter, at Rybin3, says Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. (laughs) So this year, I'm going to take my cougs down the Old Town Road, going to ride till I can't no more. I got Zach Wilson in the back. Williams is attached. Helmet is black matte. Got the Nikes the black to match. Okay. I sure I butchered that, but no, there we no, go. No, you had a little rhyme to it. Yeah, you, little, I, I, you it. get a high five, man. There we go. Little, My first of the day, finally. Yeah, you get a little swag. Hey, uh, Dennis Pitter, I love you. I'm not going to lie. We had time for you. I don't know why they, you know, they, they, they just don't like you, Dennis. This is the cold, hard truth. Uh, the conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook using hashtag BYUSN. For Brian, I'm Jason. Shout out to Mike, Mark, and Steve Brady. We'll see you tomorrow at the BYU Fan Fest in Nashville, 1 to 3 Eastern. Go Cougs!